in a practical sense, I, I, I don't see the, the distinction between that, which is actually random. And that was then that, which is just like deterministic, but complicated beyond the point of actually like understanding every step. John, you can just say stochastic. Gonna, no one's going to bite your head off. I can't, but I don't want to gate you. Our listeners know the word stochastic. Or for myself. I don't know what it means. Down to our I don't listeners. fucking know what it means. Uh, I have literally I just I didn't know so, so now, Chris, you, now you're having a conversation by yourself. Everyone else in the podcast that's my favorite kind. That's honestly, that's my great. favorite kind. what you wanted. It's great. What I, what I like. Look, I'm just sitting here waiting for Mike to start Wednesday. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, John, in this yeah. beautiful hot pink background, John says, Garfield, I wouldn't oh, no, say no, no, that. No, read, read, read row six. He says, what's that? Read row six on the spreadsheet. <laughs> you're hosting. Oh, I'm sorry. See where it uh, says Mike? You're listening to Being Jim Davis. Uh... Am I supposed? <laughs> yeah, there'll be a, there'll be a, a random tagline that's been that's been selected at, at random. Well, okay. It's oh, yeah. If the, if the tagline was selected at random, or if it. All was right, I, I see. I the, see it. You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast whose first baby came out sideways. We didn't scream or nothing. <laughs> now, you, now you say my name is. Uh, you know, ah, my. Oh, it's it's Wednesday, July twenty first, nineteen eighty two, and today we're reading the one hundred forty ninth ever Garfield strip. What happens in today's Garfield? Mike, that is an excellent question. I will point out that it's not the one hundred forty ninth Garfield, but the one thousand four hundred ninety fourth <laughs> oh, Garfield. God damn it! <laughs> I know I should have known that. Um, <laughs> it's ridiculous. That was, that was a lot of Garfield so to go. <laughs> <laughs> Who would do this? Even, I mean, honestly, even 149 Garfields. 149 like is unrealistically large. It seems hey, like Christine. too many, yeah. Uh, anyway, my name's Christopher Winner, and I'm Jim Davis. Mike, in answer to your question, in today's Garfield, a highbrow reference for everyone to enjoy. That's All right. Well. Now I start with the first panel. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, now it's just it's just becomes freeform. Yeah, it's a free-for-all. Now we just all, we just... Go at it. As I said, as I said, I love this hot pink background. Jin John says, Garfield, I wouldn't say you're fat. Dot, dot, dot. We know this is going to be good. I was going to say, this isn't going to end well. And Garfield, sort of pausing from his food bowl and looking up expectantly at John, sort of like half interested. Yeah. I really like this drawing of Garfield. Something, something about it really speaks to me. I like that his hand is like on the food itself. It looks, it looks like anyway. A little bit, like almost like he's just claiming ownership of the food. Yeah, like it's just slightly yeah. territorial. And his mouth is is ever so slightly full. Yeah, kind of almost his lips are almost puckered. He's got yeah. kind of an apathetic look in his eyes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas John looks almost drowsy yeah the way he's leaning forward i would i would i mean like this is leaning on seductive john Mm. (laughs) 
Sexy John Arbuckle. Sexy, sultry John Arbuckle. Yeah, John Unbuckle. (laughs) Um, Yeah. In panel two, John Arbuckle closes his eyes and continues, but Herman Melville wants to write a book about you. (laughs) Uh, Presumably referring to Herman Melville's novel, Billy Budd. Because, yeah, presumably... (laughs) Not Bartleby the Scrivener. <laughs> Benjamin no, Britten. Oh, no. Um, I do like uh, the implication that, like, because Melville wrote a book about a, I guess, about yeah, a whale? Yeah, I don't, I guess. As far as Yo Mama's So Fat jokes, this isn't the best one. It's not the best. He just, but, that guy just loved writing books about big fat animals. <laughs> he, that's why the book was so big. It had to fit, like, there was a page for, like, yeah. you know, every, like, uh, you know, uh, cross section of the whale, mm-hmm. like, like, you know, John. I don't know if you've. Look, I'm, I'm a little more. I'm a little more well, well read and highbrow than you are. I think that you I, should go to hell for saying that, Chris. I don't. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you've read the original Herman Melville's original Clifford the Big Red Dog, <laughs> but it's it's a real it's a real laugh. Riot. I saw Star Trek too. Isn't that enough? God. Could you not have mentioned, how about Star Trek Four? That one's got whales in it. Uh, I love Star it's, Trek Four. It's, it's a fine film. It's a fine film. Oh, you know, Star Trek all, Four is uh, amazing. As yeah. like Star Trek, it is most 80s. It's in the top half. It's in the top half. They're all For sure. But I like, but I like the ones that people hate. About spaceships. Easily. I Easily like the ones the that people half. hate, though. I, I like five. Of them. I think it's funny that they kill God. <laughs> yeah, I think five is really good. Uh, six is the best. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's, it's kinda, I like detective stories. What do, what do, it what do we? Kind of seemed out of character for Kirk to be like that racist. Making out with himself? No, that was like no, exactly that, that part. That part was in character, <laughs> but like the that does not racism was weird in that. Oh, movie. I loved that. I I'm sorry, I just love John loves John loves stories, racism. It's just okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, I can understand. I can understand uh, how that would be. I hard, just didn't like, think that should come out of Kurt and like Spock mind raping that other Vulcan girl. I didn't, I didn't think Spock would do. Like you can't force a mind meld on someone. That's that's basically mind oh, rape. <laughs> absolutely, that scene is extremely uncomfortable. Um, even at the time, uh, I I like that it's in there though. Like uh, I don't know. I guess I like stories where Chang, like Chang was cool. I like, I like stories I like where like people do things that are morally questionable. I guess that's why I like Deep Space Nine so much. I I do like Deep Space Nine a lot. Excellent. Uh, did, did you see the uh, documentary that came out? Uh, last I year? I did watch that. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. At, at first, I didn't like Deep Space Nine. Well, at least you know it's it's got a very different feel than. TNG and I didn't appreciate mm-hmm. it as much. I mean, TNG is yeah. still probably my favorite, but um, Deep Space Nine, they, they get into a lot of issues, like, you know, without insulting you, like uh, mm-hmm. Far Beyond the Stars, I think that's a that's... really good take on, like, white privilege without, you know, beating you over the head and insulting you. I mean... I... Absolutely. Yeah, that's what's one of my favorite episodes of television of all time. <laughs> Yeah, I would recommend Easily. that to anyone. Yeah, and Chris doesn't like Star Trek, so he left. Plus, you get to see all the all the characters without their makeup. That's that's always fun. 
It's like, oh, yes. oh, that's 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 what Mark Alimo looks like. Still terrifying. You guys, <laughs> you guys, still talking about? We Star were talking Trek? about. We were. Yes, we were talking about. Star oh, Trek. for fuck's sake! Ah, right, tell anyway. me when you're done. Uh, panel three: John gets splutted by Garfield's food bowl, which has been launched. Which he a... deserves. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he made a fat joke. Um, he kind of looks like Not he's enjoying one. it a little bit, or at least he was expecting it. And is okay with it. Yeah, I can yeah, see he's that. kind of into it, isn't he? Yeah, he kind of likes it. Like he's he clearly is bracing for it, or was bracing for it. Yeah, yeah, this one's fine. Anyway, uh, John, as you know, every Tuesday we reach into the Being Jim Davis mailbag. Um, got a uh, Chris. Uh, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. Listener feedback since, here from since, since you went to the bathroom, I'm going to go ahead. Doctor Needlehands, the letter. I'm I'm going to I'll be listening from the bathroom. <laughs> no, no, wait, wait, wait. Don't wait, worry, wait. I'll be listening. John, John, before you go, uh, you're going to want to know Doctor Needlehands' email address, which is <laughs> Needlehands12 at realdoctorschool.com. <laughs> I'm not going to email him while I'm in the bathroom. Okay, it's fine. Continue. Uh, Doctor Needlehands writes, "Greetings, fellows. Listen." I just got into you guys about a month ago and I realized that you didn't even bother to stay your groundbreaking the 10 odd months or so in order for the dates to match up. I feel this severely hampers my ability to trust in your so-called expertise in this field. More so, just takes one out of the immersive and carefully crafted Garfield experience the world deserves, nay, needs. I do fear you may be losing a subscriber soon if you don't halt production immediately. Your friend, Dr. Thaddeus M. Needlehands. I mean, that's a fair point. Mike, I don't know how you feel about this. But the fact that, I, you know. I got to be honest. I'm not sure what he was referencing. Okay, that's fair. That's <laughs> fair. He's upset that here in 2020, it's September but we're releasing Garfield's from July. He feels like the days- Oh, he, he wants it synchronized? He wants it synchronized. Were you guys ever synchronized? We were never synchronized. We got the idea in August and we didn't bother to wait 10 months until June to start. Um, huh. if, we were really, if we were really serious about it, we could just release like two episodes a day for, you know, five months or whatever it would take just to catch up. Um, maybe we should do that anyway. That would get Maybe you should have a poll to see if catch people up. actually care or not, if you're synchronized. Mm. This guy does, but... It would be helpful. You know, we don't have enough polls on the site. Like, there definitely are not enough things to click on the website. And so it would be helpful to have, have another poll. Um, I think yep. that's definitely, we got, I got an email from um, Ryan Pfeiffer as well. A uh, friend of the show, Ryan, Mike, you're familiar with friend of the show, Ryan Pfeiffer. Um, I'm going to share my oh, yeah, screen here so you can see, um, because there's a. Yeah, we go way back. Yeah, no, I know you and Ryan Pfeiffer. Um, I'm going to share my screen here so you can see what he's sharing with us. He says, uh, good evening, ah. Mr. Davis. Oh, what is that? All right. I was wondering if you. It's I could awesome. Have, Permission to use images of your likeness on this pair of shoes I designed on <laughs> Zazzle.com. Oh, God. He made, Brian Pfeiffer designed those. I spent time picking out all these different images of you. 
to put on the surface of these Zips high tops only for Zazzle to reject it because I didn't have direct permission from you to use your image. So I was hoping you could clear this up and say everything is a-okay. Below, I have attached an image of what the shoes will look like, along with a screenshot of the email Zazzle sent me <laughs> with instructions on how you can effectively give permission for your likeness to be used on the shoes. Do it. I would really appreciate Do it. Do it. Give permission. Give him permission. What? Also, what this is the best part. I like this part. Also, I am a little girl from another country, and it's my birthday. <laughs> and it's my birthday. In case any of those other details help persuade you. <laughs> Listeners, Ryan Pfeiffer has not invented this Chris, situation. Chris, you got to you're gonna read the signature. Come on. Yours, Shuli. Should, should I call that Shirley? Ryan Pfeiffer. Shuli. It's Shuli. Yeah. He is. Yeah. He is not. He's not faking this situation. He clearly designed a pair of Jim Davis themed high tops. Tried to get Zazzle.com, a site I've used before to make printed, you know, materials. Tried to get them to to create these shoes for him, and they wrote back to him. Uh, hello, thank you for contacting us. We would be happy to produce this product for you. But first, we'd like to confirm that you have permission to use this image on a product from Zazzle. Please request that a representative from Jim Davis contact us directly. Okay, we are definitely doing this. Yeah, let's do it. Representative from Jim Davis contact us directly at contentreview at Zazzle.com, indicating that you have permission to use this design for printing merchandise at Zazzle. Also, please have them indicate reference number blah, 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 in the subject line of the email. Once we have received confirmation, we will contact you with steps on how to reorder your products. Uh, John, I'm not going to really be paying attention to Thursday's episode because I'm going to be busy emailing Zazzle.com <laughs> pretending to be Jim Davis. Okay, but are you going to say that you're Jim Davis or are you just going to like not say anything at all and just say, like, I gave permission? I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna say, dear Zazzle.com. I'm writing in reference to order. No, we don't actually. Blah, 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 blah. We don't actually say that you are. Jim Davis. I'm gonna <laughs> tell them that my name is Christopher Winter, but that I'm Jim This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.